Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter Ledger in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. Or call 833-425-7246. 833-425-7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. Thank you for supporting my pillow, Relief Factor, and The Ledger Report. All right, Mr. News, hit it! Next on the Ledger Report, Joe Biden is sentencing millions of innocent Americans to death. If not a physical death, a death of liberty. We must fight and we can fight. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in. Sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchor man was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. Two weeks ago, the Public Health and Health Planning Council approved a revised emergency regulation requiring the COVID-19 vaccine for healthcare personnel. The new regulation removed the religious exemption option. 165 employees are not yet vaccinated and it is not clear what they will do. We have received and approved three medical exemptions. 12 additional employees have indicated they will seek a medical exemption. We are waiting to receive them. We have initiated discussions with the Department of Health regarding uh, the maternity unit. We are unable to safely staff the service after September 24th. The number of resignations received leaves us no choice but to pause delivering babies at Lewis County General Hospital. Stop the tape. So they're cutting off their nose to spite their face at Lewis County, and unfortunately, dozens, maybe hundreds, I don't know, thousands of medical facilities across the country. I'm getting emails from viewers who are telling me, hey, I'm getting these notifications from these various medical facilities that you have until late September, early October, whatever the arbitrary deadline is to get the jab. And if you don't get the jab, you're gonna be fired. Or worse, if you don't get the, it's worse than being fired, really. If you don't get the jab, we're going to charge you more 
for your medical insurance. <laughs> Think about that. Because you're, quote, a higher risk. If that's not a violation of the 14th Amendment of the United States Constitution, I don't know what is. But remember, remember, look at all of this through the context of what the radical left, the Marxist Democrats are trying to do here. They're trying to divide and conquer. They are trying to have the people who are patriots, the people who are Republicans, the people who are conservatives who have chosen to get the jab, turn against their fellow patriots who are never going to get the jab. There are a lot of comparisons out there. I heard Dr. Fauci just the other day saying that, oh, well, you know, vaccines are nothing new. There's vaccine mandates to go to school. He, 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 I had them. Rubella and mumps and polio and um, TB. He's misleading as he misled Congress. Some say he lied to Congress. I, I have no empirical proof. The DOJ is ostensibly doing an investigation whether Fauci lied to Congress. In my heart, I think he probably did. And this entire gain-of-function thing is disgusting. I mean, it is Frankenstein's monster. And the United States should have no part of this. The United States should be on the part of stopping gain-of-function. Apparently, we're right in the middle of it. But Fauci is saying that there's no difference between the rubella vaccine and the so-called COVID-19 vaccines, which are not vaccines, they're experimental medical devices that are being injected into millions of Americans. There is a difference, Dr. Fauci. You know what it is. There are many things different about this mRNA jab, Dr. Fauci, including it being an mRNA instead of being born of the virus itself, which most of these vaccines are, number one. Number two, in fact, they might all be. I don't know. Number two, though, is that the mRNA has never been used in human beings before. And that's kind of important. So this is one giant lab experiment that's being foisted upon tens of millions of Americans and tens of millions of people across the world. But third, and Dr. Fauci knows this, these vaccines that are now approved by the FDA most of them. Now, the list is so long, but the core vaccines that you have to get to go to school, for example, otherwise you're not allowed in in certain school districts, um, those vaccines have been on the market for decades and they were tested for years. How long were these so-called vaccines tested? Years? No, months. Yes, they were rushed to market. And yes, President Trump helped them being rushed to market. But I know President Trump has skepticism about this entire fiasco. I know he does. He's just never quite articulated the way I articulated, that it's born of politics. The entire government response is born of politics, was, is, and will continue to be. And now the vaccines, so-called, are born of politics as well. President Trump apparently chose to get the jab. I'm not going to hold it against him. I'm not going to hold it against any patriotic American. You made a decision for yourself. But Joe Biden has no right to mandate it for the entire country, which is effectively what he uh, has done here. But, but back to this 
situation in New York. This is Lewis County, New York, medical facility there. They use the excuse of an emergency. Where is the emergency? Where is the urgency here? The survival rate of COVID-19 is somewhere around 99% for all age categories. It's almost 100% if you're very young. If you're in the middle grouping, I don't know, 30 to 45 to 50, it's around 99%. If you're over the age of 75 or 80, it's a 94, 95% survival rate. Last numbers, okay? Don't quote me on this, but these are rounded numbers. So an overall effective survival rate of 98.5%, somewhere around there. Where's the medical emergency? Where is the emergency? It's a fake. It's a joke. The disease, the virus is not. Let me be clear, okay? The virus is the virus. And the virus is going to do what a virus is going to do. And if you look at the Delta variant curve, look, it's COVID. Don't buy into this Delta variant nonsense, okay? Is there a variant? Of course there is. Viruses mutate. The flu mutates. The cold mutates. Do we have a cure for the cold? No. Do we have a cure for the flu? No. Do we have a flu shot for this year's flu strain? No, we don't. We have a flu shot for last year's flu strain. COVID is COVID, all right? Yes, there are deviations of the original strain. But the curve is down again. And anyone with a brain who can read numbers and read a chart sees what this COVID has done, if you believe the numbers, which we shouldn't because they're phony, they've been embellished, both the cases, number of cases. By the way, you can have somebody test positive multiple times. I don't even check the total number of cases in the United States anymore. I know that the total number of deaths ostensibly is 600 plus thousand. That's a phony number too. Because we know that hospitals are paid more, they're given more compensation when they have a COVID death or a COVID diagnosis. But they're using this emergency, so-called, as the excuse to rain down on people who are patriots, who don't want to get the jab or don't trust government or don't trust the New York state government, in this case, or don't trust the county government, or don't trust this slimeball CEO of the Lewis County Health System, this Jerry Kayer. What a slime. You could, I know these kinds of guys. He's out there with his mask on. He's deep breath. Oh, this is terrible. These people are, he's not saying it, but he's, you can read it. These people are so stupid. How could they be so stupid? They're forcing the closure of a hospital of the maternity ward of a hospital because of their stupidity and their selfishness. 165 employees not getting the jab. This is irresponsible. This is what he's inferring. We have to shut down the maternity ward. This is crazy, ladies and gentlemen. They're creating a crisis within a crisis. It's a phony crisis to begin with. There never was a COVID crisis. We never should have shut down the economy, of course. Never should have been forced to wear a mask, of course. Never been forced to segregate and shut down restaurants, of course. 
We need to leave, live our lives. A virus is going to do what a virus is going to do. You can't stop it. No politician can stop it and no mask can stop it. No politician with a mask on can stop it. It's insulting to my intelligence. I don't know about you, but it's insulting to my intelligence to have a genius like this Jerry Kerr of the Lewis County Health Facilities, the CEO, come out with a mask on signaling that he's smarter than me when he's not. He's stupid. He's the stupid one. You want to come on my program and debate me? Jerry, anytime. 165, so the maternity ward is shut down. So you can't deliver. Think about what is the purpose of a hospital? Purpose of the hospital, yes, is to repair human beings and treat them. But also on the other end of the scale, and deal with death, by the way, on the other end of the scale is to birth human beings. So you're cutting off half of your fiduciary duty. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And you're forcing people to resign. And I want to talk about that with um, my lovely and talented guest on this program, uh, who will be on here in a couple of minutes, Lee uh, Dundas, human rights and constitutional rights attorney, about quitting versus being fired. The admonition I'm hearing is do not quit. Do not quit. Don't resign. For me, it would be, I'm going to hang in there as long as I can to prove my constitutional point. Because in the end, as you know, I try and stand for the Constitution in virtually everything I do. And so does Mike Lindell, by the way. If you're new to this program, I'm on my own, folks. Yes, I've been on national television for many, many years. But in the middle of this cancel culture, I'm here talking to you on my own, independent. And it ain't easy. Who knows where I'll end up in the next six months or 12 months. I don't know. There's a lot of good people out there. I'm talking to some folks, but maybe I'll just keep doing this. But the only way I can keep doing this right now in this format is if you support Mike Lindell. And you do so through my promo code at MyPillow.com. Ledger. L-E-D-G-E-R. Just like the book. My mom used to say that on the phone when she would spell out the name, you know, when you're talking to somebody so they can write it down correctly. L-E-D-G-E-R, just like the book. So I've kind of uh, taken over that lexicon, if you will, from my mother. But my pillow right now has some Giza sheets on sale. They have uh, my slippers and they have a bunch of other sales. So if you go on the website, please put in Ledger in the promo code box. That supports me and it supports Mike Lindell. And Mike Lindell and me, I support Donald Trump and his run for re-election, if you will, in 2024. And listen, don't get on me. And I, yes, on my website, I have my beautiful shirts. I have one right here, right behind me that I'm sitting on. Beautiful 4524 shirts. This one is the Ledger for Trump version. I'm not hawking the shirts right now. Well, maybe I am. Um, and people say, well, what about the 2020 election? I'm on it, okay? I'm not ignoring the 2020 debacle, the 2020 stolen election, which is what it was, and the president is, is right about that. President Trump is right about that, not Joe Biden. I don't call him the president. I understand. And this program is dedicated to the truth out of Arizona and the audit, and this program is dedicated to the truth out of Georgia if they're going to 
follow through, and in Pennsylvania, if they're going to do the same, and in Wisconsin and in Michigan. Nevada. Nevada is probably never going to happen. You know, Nevada is just kind of an odd state. So please, understand, we have unfinished business regarding the 2020 election. I know that. And as much as I would love to see Joe Biden impeached uh, or the 25th Amendment, forget about it, okay? Number one, it's not possible in the dynamic that exists right now in Washington, D.C., all right? The political dynamic, who holds the power. But number two, all you'd get is homewrecker Harris. Hee, 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 Homewrecker Harris. <laughs> it's, it's going from the frying pan into the fire. I'm sorry. But the constitutional remedy is for Arizona to decertify its electoral votes and hold a new election. Same in Georgia. Same in Wisconsin. Same in Pennsylvania. And if three out of the four of those states I just mentioned flip. <laughs> yes, Google. Yes, YouTube. Yes, Facebook. Yes, Twitter. Donald Trump becomes president, actually continues as president, the 45th president. If this doesn't happen, I'm a realist, okay? I'm a realist just like I, I approach the recall election of uh, Gavin Newsom. I've said all along, I'm very skeptical that it's going to happen, just given the political numbers. I'm a numbers person. I crunch the numbers. Uh, if that doesn't happen for Donald Trump, then it's 45-24. Um, it's interesting times. So we'll talk about uh, whether to resign or not. Oh, I want to remind you, Relief Factor. Don't want to forget my other sponsor, Relief Factor, 833-425-7246, 833-425-7246, relieffactor.com forward slash ledger, relieffactor.com forward slash ledger. They'll give you a three-week starter kit for... Less than $20, okay? It's worth it. it. It helps with your aches and pains. It's taken away X amount. I have a lot of aches and pains, just little ones, nagging ones, and, and it works. I take it. Also, when you go to GrahamLedger.com and you order my 4524 uh, t-shirts, we have the Ledger register question on there. Effectively ask, this is not verbatim, but will a majority of Americans follow the unconstitutional vaccine mandates of Joe Biden. So please go to GrahamLedger.com and you can see all that. Oh, I want to remind you, um, we're on a new platform and uh, we support this platform. It's called Red Voice Media, redvoicemedia.com. They are now going to feature this program, the Ledger Report, and they have a whole host of other wonderful programs. And I talked to the gentleman behind Red Voice Media. These are the kind of people I've been telling you we need to support. These are the kinds of people we need to rally around and communicate through. Forget about Facebook. I still use Facebook. I'm in Facebook jail right now. I don't know exactly what I did. I think it's because I talked about the so-called COVID vaccines. Maybe. I don't know. I, you know. They never really tell you exactly what you did wrong. The fact checkers. It's a joke. I still maintain a presence there because there are a lot of people who still use Facebook. Christ said, go to the sinners. So I'm there along with Twitter. Twitter's a shell of itself. Still use it. But I'm all over Getter. Okay? Please find me on Getter. Getter is the new Twitter. I like it. It functions pretty well. Not a lot of bugs. I'm sorry, Parler, but you're left in the dust. So all you Parler people, you're trying to hang in there with Parler, I'm suggesting you go to Getter. Okay? It's, it's just head and shoulders. Getter. It's spelled funny. 
G-E-T-T-R. There's no E in there, but it, I believe you pronounce it Getter. And it's um, designed and operated by one of the uh, former uh, Trump officials. So again, we're sticking together. Now, I want to go to the numbers real quick here. I'm already up against the clock um, on this program. The numbers I want to talk about are out of the uh, European Union, the number of side effects. The number of side effects out of the European Union. Now, remember, they're using um, a couple of our vaccines in the United States, and they're using the AstraZeneca one and another one that we're not using. Um, but the side effects now are up to 260,000 per uh, the latest reporting mechanism that they have out of the European Union. Now, in this country, uh, I just checked the VARS, VARS reporting system, and you can do it, and Fauci can do it, and Biden can do it, and Newsom can do it, and that new governor in New York, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, can do it. Any of these Marxist Democrats can do it. Kamala, he, 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 he. Ho, Harris can do it. It's very simple. It's a little bit, you know, a typical government setup, right? You know, I don't know where they get web developers from the government. Remember how much trouble they had with Obamacare on the website? Well, this is, this is, talk about deplorable. It's bad. Who came up with this virus system? But after you figure out how to use it, I just plugged it in there. The total number of adverse effects right now on the VAR system is 675,000, rounded off, okay? That's a, that's a sheer number, right? But we know the VAR's, VAR's reporting system has a 1% compliance. You do the math. 675,000 adverse effects. Now, these are the, the entire realm of adverse, small and large, severe and, and not so severe. But that's a lot of adverse effects for drugs that have been on the market for eight months. It blows away all the other adverse effects combined of all the other vaccines that have been on the market for the last 31 years, which is how long Varisvars has been around. The Varisvars reporting system is around 31 years. And the number of dead is now more than 14,500 people. Again, a 1% reporting, historic reporting number on the Varisvars reporting system. You do the math. If it was 10%, that would be 140,000. If it is truly 1%, 1.4 I'm a numbers guy, all right? I'm just giving you the numbers. But there's a human side to this because those are not just numbers. Among the 675,000 severe adverse effects from the jab, is a young man, I don't know where he's from, but he's sitting in a hospital room right now, and he took a moment to give a message to America, a young, healthy male who is a student athlete in college. He took a couple of minutes from his hospital bed to explain what I have been trying to explain for many months now, that there are severe adverse effects and they strike in particular, one kind of adverse effect strikes in particular young, healthy males. Roll tape. I am in the hospital right now with heart complications from the COVID-19 vaccine. And I want to inform as many people as I can about the risks from taking the vaccine that I wish someone would have told me. So I am a Division One student athlete with no prior 
health issues, and I got the second COVID shot Tuesday, and within four days, I have been diagnosed with myocarditis and was told that I probably won't be able to play my senior season now. It is a side effect from the COVID vaccine, and it's really not being reported or addressed, and it is a serious issue that we should all be informed about before making this decision. It isn't right for people to be forced to take the vaccine because there are actual side effects like this that could happen to you, and the NCAA should not mandate student-athletes to get the vaccine because of what could happen to so many fellow student-athletes on health issues, which has happened to me. Everyone should be informed of the side effects, and no one should be forced to take something that could cause what has happened to me, and no one knows the long-term effects of what's possibly going to happen from this, and um, it's kind of uncharted territories because everyone else with the same heart issues from the vaccine as me were all being tracked and monitored. We're basically like test subjects from the vaccines. It's a very serious issue that really needs to be spread. And I've spoken with some other student athletes that have also had to have either heart surgery or um, have had heart issues from this, and um, it's it's very scary stuff. And a lot of people in our age group apparently are at high risk for heart issues from the vaccine, and um, it really does need to be talked about. Stop tape. God help this man, young man. God help him. I hope and pray he recovers fully and has no long-term effects, but this myocarditis is serious stuff. And it's being reported, not in our mainstream media, but it's being reported in other overseas media. The Hindustan Times. Healthy boys more likely to be hospitalized with Pfizer side effect than COVID-19 itself. I mean, think about that more likely to be hospitalized because of the jab than because of the virus itself. Here's another one. This is out of The Guardian. Boys more at risk from Pfizer jab side effects, study suggests. Now, I want to take you to the now infamous FDA slide, slide number 17. The slide deck was released in October of 2020. Slide deck number 17 listed more than 100 potential side effects from the so-called vaccines for COVID-19. And number 10, starting with Gilliam Barrera syndrome. Now we've heard about this. Many people reporting numbness and the tingling starting sensation starting in their feet and moving up their body. We've heard about this over and over and over again. But look at number 10. Well, it's the second to last on this page. Myocarditis. Myocarditis. There it is. This is, this will be in my show notes. All right, you. You want to challenge people, and we should, please do. Try and do it in the most gentlemanly or gentlewomanly way you can, but you need to challenge people. And you need to say, hey, look, this is an FDA slide. Look, yeah, I got it from Graham Ledger, but look, look at the, the, the domain on it. FDA.gov forward slash blah, 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 blah. This is the slide deck. I'm not making this stuff up. I never would lie to you. I never would mislead you. 
This stuff is information that we all need to know, and that's why I bring it to you. Joe Biden has declared war, not on the virus, but on liberty. Yes, through people who are saying no to the jab. But in reality, he doesn't care. He can't distinguish between a patriot, a.k.a. a Trump voter, who's had the vaccine and hasn't had the vaccine, but his goal is to have the two conflict. You see, divide and you conquer. Always have to have a boogeyman. The left, the radical left, the Marxist Democrats, always has to have a boogeyman. And I know about the Jacobson decision of 100 plus years ago. I understand that. But the Jacobson decision, which, by the way, if you don't know Jacobson, effectively said that, yeah, in a case of an emergency, the government can force you to get a vaccine, believe it or not. And if you, if you don't, you pay a fine. Okay? So that's your choice. I know tens of millions of Americans would pay the fine, right? But the Jacobson decision is flawed. It allowed for sterilization. And somewhere 50, 60 years ago, half the states in this union used Jacobson to sterilize people. Forced sterilization, okay? So there are real problems with this whole nightmare of forcing Americans to take an experimental medical device that now has put John Stokes, a healthy young man, in the hospital with major heart problems. We need to stand up to the unconstitutional attack on all Americans. Even if all Americans are not standing up for their constitutional rights, we need to do it on their behalf. We must stand up to this attack on our constitutional rights. Joe Biden is sentencing millions of Americans to death, be it death by COVID so-called vaccine or death of their constitutional rights, and we must fight. Joining me now is human rights and constitutional attorney, Lee Dundas. Lee, uh, the incident out of New York where the hospital has to close the maternity ward is emblematic of really of what's happening across the country. We have these healthcare workers that are faced with a dilemma, and, and that is they're being forced to get a jab, a so-called vaccine that isn't a vaccine, or they'll lose their job. Many of these folks are choosing to quit, AKA resign, um, but there is advice out there. I'm not asking for legal advice. I'm just asking if you were in their shoes, would you resign or, or would you be fired? So you have a documentation that you were let go because you were making a personal medical decision. Yeah, I would do the latter. I don't think it behooves anybody to rush to judgment and off themselves before their employer offs them. I mean, when you get back to basics and reduce everything to, to the irreducible minimum, the bottom line is we're living in what should be a constitutional republic and a country that cannot mandate that you force or put experimental medical protocols into your body. Uh, whether that mandate is coming from our uh, new administration or your local employer uh, or anybody else, you know, your church or your kids' 
PTA or school. The fact of the matter is we have a right to bodily autonomy. Um, and I think it's just the absolute high point of, of irony and uh, hypocrisy that Biden is challenging the Texas law right now, you know, on the basis of the fact that, uh, you know, a woman should have the right to control her body and this whole fetal heartbeat thing should go away at the, in the same literal week almost that he is now using OSHA as a workaround to try to force, uh, uh, you know, the federal government, if you will, into our bodies. And and I just think that that is uh, blatantly unconstitutional. I think that workplaces that are doing it are also uh, all wet and acting in a way that, that really can't be sustained legally. And so I think the best position, although I'm not giving legal advice because I'm not barred in most of the states in, in the union, but if it were me, I would wait to be fired and I would go seek uh, the nearest attorney out to, to fight that lawsuit on my behalf. But I will say quick footnote and then I'll, I'll pass the mic back to you. Um, and, you know, the, the, the hospital shortages that they're facing are, as you said, emblematic of one thing, which is a lot of people in this country don't want to put something that killed every last ferret in the animal trial in their body and become the new animal trial. And uh, when you draw a line in the sand, you end up whether people quit or they're fired with workplace shortages. And you can use the courts to beat this back, but always uh, money talks and it walks. And I'll tell you something right now, uh, if you you know take an ax to one third of the federal employees and one third of the military and one third of the hospital staff, we're gonna be in a pickle sooner rather than later. And the Methodist case showed that to be uh, true. And what you're seeing recently with other hospital shortages is showing that to be true. And if you want to, to beat this back, just start, you know, drying up the workforces in the places that keep people alive. And I think uh, push is going to come to shove real quick and they're going to realize that they cannot sustain this model, uh, regardless of whether it's legal or moral. And of course, it's 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 illegal and immoral. You want to see a real crisis continue down this path, really? I mean, that's what we're yeah. doing at, uh, in this country. You know, I want to drill down just a little bit, not too long here. Fauci comes out and says, well, you know, we've been mandating vaccines for uh, dozens of years uh, in this country, schools mandate vaccines, but he's, he's splitting hairs here and we know what he's doing. And that is that this is number one is not a vaccine and it's, it's not a vaccine medical device. Number one, number two, it hasn't been on the market for many, many years. It hasn't been tested for many, many years. And, and he knows that. And a lot of these businesses and these healthcare organizations are and the government are saying this is an emergency. This is the uh, predicate for what they're doing. When you have a 99%, 98.5% survival rate, this seems to me when you're uh, walking into court with your case, if you have a, a virus with a 95, uh, a 98.5% survival rate, seems to me that should be part of your case. There is no medical emergency here. Correct. There's absolutely no medical emergency. And you don't throw out the Constitution if there is, even if there were a medical emergency, uh, because then there'll always be a medical emergency as a reason to work around the Constitution. And uh, and you just can't go about it like that. But I, I mean, that's the utter irony right now is when you look at the excess death and you look at the death rates year to year, we're not having anywhere near a pandemic. Uh, you know, we're having at most a bad flu season and most of the people survive this. And the, the the fact that we're trying to force this on our youngsters who have a hundred percent 
survival rate when you when you start rounding it out i mean yeah a couple of kids have died but when you divide them into the hundreds of millions of people we have in this country uh you know even the cdc is saying you've got a hundred percent survival rate for children why are we mandating this for children it took us five years or something like that to figure out thalidomide causes babies to be born without arms there's a reason we don't want to do ddt's and agent oranges and thalidomide and hexachlorophene and all you know des all of these things all over again it takes a minute to discover if these new products, if these new medical procedures are safe. And while that is going on, the federal black letter law on this is absolutely freaking clear. You cannot force it. None of the vaccines right now, notwithstanding the whole little Pfizer, like, oh, you, you know, it's authorized. Well, the one that's authorized isn't available. So we're back to where we started, which is none of the ones available here in the U.S. can be mandated because they're still all experimental. And there's a damned good reason for it. And we would be well advised to sit back, see what's happening with the people who are being used as guinea pigs right now and not force the other people who don't want to be used as guinea pigs to do something that their conscience is telling them is wrong. And the law is saying we don't have to do. You know, some of these businesses, in particular, some uh, medical facilities are telling their employees who are not getting the jab, okay, fine, uh, we're going to test you. Yeah, that's bad enough, you know, every week or whatever. But we're also going to charge you a premium on your health care coverage. <laughs> so we're going to charge you, you know, $150 more if you're in this age group. We're going to charge you $200 more a month if you're in this age group. How in the wide world of sports? Is that not a violation of the 14th Amendment and certainly of, of, of HIPAA? First of all, when, when a restaurant says to you in, in L.A. County right now, not only are they walking around with masks on when right next door in Orange County, they're not. You can't figure <laughs> right. that out for me. But they're also in Hollywood. They're going to mandate that, that businesses, in particular restaurants, ask you of your vas vas vaccination status. How is that not a violation of the Fourth Amendment, the, 15th, the 14th Amendment? And your HIPAA rights. You, you know, it is. We have derivative rights under the Fourth and the Fourteenth Amendments that allow us to travel that say that we're living in a free society. You know, we've struggled with these issues of do we want a two-tiered society at numerous times in the past under the federal civil rights uh, rubric. We, you know, separate is not equal. All people should have access to education. We don't discriminate and uh, say that, you know, little kids of certain colors or certain sexes or certain genders can't go to school. Um, and all of a sudden, we're drawing this line in the sand between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated when when it comes to schooling and sports and restaurants and California darn near tried, uh, you know, at a state level two weeks ago to do a gut and amend on a transportation bill and ram through in the last few days of the legislative uh, legislative session, uh, a, a mandatory vaccine passport system that legend has it that the language they were considering would have had all of us prisoners in our own home who were unvaccinated and only able to leave our house for purposes of grocery shopping and going to church. And if you look back at history, all of the sins of history say we should not be going anywhere near here. I've talked to numerous Holocaust survivors, and I know this is an inflammatory topic, but we, we don't save ourselves by steering clear of inflammatory topics. The reason you look at history is so that you don't flip and repeat the sins of it again. And all of the bad things that happen in society, from genocides to straight-up human rights abuse campaigns, all start with segregating people and restricting their travel and saying, you are lesser than because you have the wrong skin color, the wrong religion the wrong status and and here we are doing it again with vaccine status and it's absolutely not just illogical but straight up dangerous because when they know where you are and who you are they can start restricting what you do and once they can start restricting what you do 
they can start saying we have the right to force you to do certain things, like becoming a guinea pig for a medical experimental procedure. And, and those are the things those are the things we hung people in the right. Nuremberg trials for. Right. And I this is going to end any differently because this little mRNA vaccine is anything but, and it's causing countless deaths. We yanked the swine flu vaccine after 25 deaths. We're into the tens of thousands of deaths here and nowhere near ending it. And we know, based on the Harvard study, that we're off by a factor of 99%. So you can multiply that by straight up 100 times right now to get to the real number of deaths, courtesy of Harvard and other studies. And this thing is not a harmless procedure. And we need to quit acting like, oh, it's just another polio shot because it ain't. And, and it's important for businesses to realize that uh, they need to say no to these government mandates and they can say no in mass. And if the, if the masses say no, it's not going to happen because they're, they're the pawns here. It's the government, you know, technically can't mandate this stuff, but if they put the pressure on businesses and say, you're going to be fined $14,000, then they're having the businesses do their dirty work for them. Yeah. And so we have yeah. this uh, unholy cabal that has now developed between businesses that are compliant and are not resisting and who apparently don't care about the United States Constitution and our rights and the federal government and certain state governments who are using COVID strictly as a political weapon. Now, I, I want to leave with people with some hope here. Uh, number one, that there are resources out there, including America Frontline Doctors, Self, uh, other attorneys out there in various states that will help fight in these situations, and many of them will do it pro bono. But also, Lee, how does this end? I mean, how, how this does ends, this end, in your opinion? This ends when the people say no. Uh, you know, at this point in time, in many of the blue states, we have governments that aren't working. None of the three branches are working. We can't necessarily rely on our courts to save us. You know, in California, they're protecting a stripper's right to strip over a preacher's right to pray uh, last year. So the courts are all wet on this a lot of the times. We've got runaway legislatures in, in the super blue majority states, and we've got obviously runaway executive branches uh, from Biden down to, you know, people like Cuomo and Whitmer and and uh, and Newsom, who's up for recall tomorrow in my state. But, but this ends when all of the systems of government are not working, when the people just stand up and say no more. And that is how every atrocity in human history ended. You know, eventually the people of the world rose up in the context of Nazi Germany and World War II and said, we're not standing for this anymore. We're not going to have a, a, a Hitler or any sort of dictator dictate to us how we live our lives and who gets to live and who gets to die and who gets to go to the grocery store and who doesn't. And the American people need to realize that they have the power right now to bring this to an absolute halt. And I know that we're going to get there because the fact that you and I are having this interview, Graham, is proof positive of the fact that the human race has not done itself in yet, despite having flirted with tyranny many times. But we can make ourselves uh, a lot shorter nightmare in the process if we just get down to brass tacks right away and start saying no. A, a business wants to mandate a mask. A business wants to mandate a vax on its employees, on its customers, on its whatever. Just don't just don't go there. Get 3,000 of your friends to camp on their front doorstep, order from the place next door, hold signs, get your Walmart bullhorns, block their sidewalks while you're standing on public sidewalk, beat them down with your First Amendment rights, and then make darn sure your wallet and your feet are voting appropriately. And if you do, you bankrupt the businesses who are holding the bags of the federal government and the state governments who are acting completely out of line. And eventually they realize, again, the power of the dollar really reigns supreme many in many times. And uh, it doesn't lie. They're not, they're not going to put into play any illegal mandate or legal mandate if their customer base evaporates. So at the end of the day, it's on us to keep people in check and to vote with our conscience. 
Well, uh, you know, the power of the dollar, indeed, just ask Pfizer about the power of the dollar and how many billions of dollars they're raking in amidst all this. You know, it's oh, Ben yeah. Franklin, remember, he said uh, at the founding, said that, you know, I've given you liberty until the people choose tyranny over freedom. And I certainly were at that point where X amount of Americans have chosen tyranny over freedom. And hopefully, as you just said, enough Americans will understand that they have embraced tyranny and now they need to reject it. And hopefully we'll have a majority that one day says we choose liberty, we choose freedom uh, over this government tyranny that has unfortunately permeate, permeated uh, our landscape right now. Lee, thank you. If people want more information about you, how to contact you, uh, what's the best way? Uh, my email, lee, L-E-I-G-H dot E-S-Q at gmail.com. And if you sign up at leedundas.com, L-E-I-G-H-D-U-N-D-A-S.com, you can get notifications when uh, the, the businesses and the groups you were talking about, America's Frontline Doctors, Children's Health Defense, all of those are going to probably start organizing mass walk-offs of some of these uh, employees that are feeling the pinch from the healthcare workers to the flight attendants to the teachers. So uh, stay tuned there. Uh, and when, uh, when you hear about a mass walk-off, partake. And when you hear about an economic boycott like the one Lynn Wood is running this week, partake, because this is the way we get we get justice done here in America right now. Lee Dennis, thank you, and keep up the great work. Likewise, Graham. Take care. All right, so links and resources will be posted on GrahamLedger.com with this episode and prior episodes of the Ledger Report. This is information for you. I'll include the FDA slide deck. I'll include uh, America Frontline Doctors and how to fight using the religious liberty angle, et cetera, et cetera. Check the prior episodes uh, for more ways to fight this onslaught, this attack on our constitutional rights. And you know the bottom line is, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden is going to be dead long before we know the full fallout from these so-called COVID-19 vaccines. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right.